This is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. Today, we're going to be talking about how to deal with trauma, and it can be from the following list of things. An accident, broken marriage, work, life, physical abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse, childhood trauma. All those things can be hard to deal with. And your question is, how do you deal with that? Now, I'm not a psychiatrist or a social worker, but in my life, I turn to God. When you do that, you put all your burdens on the Lord. Some Bible verses say it best. First Bible verse that I found was Peter 5, 7. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. The next one is Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Psalm 107.13-16. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them. Psalm 91, 4 to 6. He will cover you with his pinions and you will find refuge. I can go on and on. I really could. But what does all that mean, you're asking? With trauma, we lose hope. But God is love, hope, and peace. And if we believe in him, he gives us grace, no matter what the trauma is. No matter what. God is the answer. God is the answer of all your problems. When you believe and trust in him, everything, including your life, repairs itself. And God does that for you. I'm living proof of that. Talk about books. I'm going to talk about my book. My book is titled A Letter to God. Now, my book tells all about trauma. Tells all about a crazy life that had ups and downs and all kinds of twists and turns and punches and kicks. And guess what? With God's help, I survived. I survived because I believed in him and I put my trust in him and people are thinking right now really I'm going through all this stuff and you're saying all I have to do is believe in him and trust in him yeah it is that simple but you have to give your life over to Jesus and you might be thinking oh my goodness okay that is so ridiculous It does sound ridiculous when you think about it and say it out loud. It sounds like the most ridiculous thing ever. But I'm living proof, I'll say it again, living proof that when you do that, your life becomes so much better. So if you're dealing with a physically or verbally abusive husband, 
you'll have the courage and the strength to get out of there. Run. Don't be afraid. And when you get out of there, you can start a new life. And guess what? Don't be afraid of love because in the Bible, God wants you to find a mate. But he wants you to make better choices too. Maybe the guy that you were with or the guys that you were picking weren't what you needed. Wasn't what God wanted for you. So the next time you choose, make better choices. When you make better choices, I think things do turn out better. Of course, you need God's help. You can't do anything without God's help. I learned that. When you try to do things on your own and you try to rely on your own strength, it's too hard. You can't do it. I'll tell you this. Sometime, depending on the situation, there might not be any answers. You might just have to give it to God. Whatever that is. Whatever that struggle is. Now trauma can ruin your life. Especially when you hold on to it. You've got to let it go. Because two seconds, I always say this, two seconds after that trauma or problem or situation is over, you're no longer a victim. And you've got to believe that. You're a survivor of that thing. And when you become a survivor, it doesn't mean you forget, but you move forward with more strength, more power, and God's grace. And with God's grace and his Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, we can do anything. The struggles of life, they're going to come and they're going to go. But staying with that bad husband or bad wife or going to a crack pipe or drinking all the time, you think it, China, I thought the show was about trauma. Yeah, but that's what we do sometimes. We give in to those things that are really hitting home and hurting us and inhibiting us from being the people we should be and the people that God wants us to be. We'll go to something that makes us feel better. And it's not about feeling better. It's about changing your life. Because feeling better is just for the moment. So if you give in to that verbal abuser or physical abuser or crappy job that's putting you down, bringing you down, that's not going to help your situation. That's only going to stagnate it or keep it there or, you know, 
just let you deal with it for the moment. But when you want to make big changes and humongous moves, trust in God. Trust in God. He'll help you to see the way. He'll help you to guide yourself through that situation. I know from experience that when you get down and when life throws stuff at you, I don't know, the best thing you can do is get up and keep moving. And try to figure out your problems. You've got to get a solution. Life is all about solutions. And oh, sometimes you don't got a solution. Well, I'm here to tell you. And again, I'm not here to preach to you. But I am here to tell you. That for whatever problem you have, there is a solution. Now, that solution might not be readily available, but you can put that solution in motion for it to come true and make it happen. Let's say you got a crappy job that you just hate and you feel like you're dying every second that you're there. doesn't pay enough. There's no gratitude. You feel like you're in a hole that you can't get out of. Put your wheels in motions to get the heck out of there. I'm not saying quit your job and carpe diem. What I'm saying is, is you start looking for a better job. And you go on that interview and you talk to people and you try to get that job. And when you get that job, you tell that crappy job, thank you for helping me with my life, but I've got to move on. You're saying to yourself, why was that so nice? This is a crappy job. Well, I've learned in my 59 years of life, you don't burn bridges behind you. Because you never know when you got to go back over that bridge. Learn that lesson at an early age. Now, you can give them the finger when you leave and all that, but I wouldn't do that. That's not smart. Because when you burn bridges, you can't walk back over that bridge. And you never know when you might have to walk back over that bridge. Life has a funny way with that. You don't get along with that girl in school. You might go for your very first job and she might be your boss. Guess what? You might not get that job. Because you told her off, or you gave her the finger, or you were nasty to her, or you just treated her like crap because she was a jerk. I told my daughter the other day, sometimes you gotta kill people with kindness. I digress. So, when you got that jerk of a husband, or that nasty, crazy wife... Move forward. And hey, they want to talk about you, whatever. Let them do that. That's okay. 
Because you know, in your heart of hearts, you are so much better off without them. So that trauma that somebody or something gave you, you can move forward from it. Just like you can move forward from stumping your toe. You're not going to die. Hopefully not. But you move forward with a different mindset. Otherwise, we're destined to keep making the same mistakes. If you have a job where you're painting lines on the street and you hated that job, you might keep finding yourself with jobs like that. You don't want that. You want to live your life to the fullest and God wants you to be happy while you do it. But we got to make better choices so that we can be happy. So you know what I do? And you can start today. Put boundaries on yourself. Have a line that you won't go over. You want to hear my line? I won't be with guys who are alcoholics or drug addicts or cheaters. Yeah, sometimes they hide that stuff and you don't know till you've gotten in love with them. But at least you got your limits and when you find out, you can get the hell out of there. Okay? I got a lot of limits. Um, I was with a guy one time, he said, and I'm quoting, being with you is like being with a nun. No. I just have things I won't do. And things I have to do. If someone does a good job for me, I don't think it's a waste of time to write them a, a note and say thank you for the great job that they did. Or if they did me a favor and went out of their way and got me supplies or whatever, say thank you. See, the problem with the world today and it's crazy, it just blows me away. People think they're owed something. What are you owed? My mother taught me at an early age. She didn't owe me anything, even though she was my mother. That was hard to wrap my head around. But she's right. She didn't have to do the things she did for me. You know what she said? She did the things she did for me out of love. Not because she had to. But we're living in a society where everybody thinks that they're owed something. Or that people are supposed to do for them 
no. You're not owed anything. Nobody has to do for you. I learned that early. So with any trauma, and I explained to you, there's a lot of traumas in the world. You know, there's a lot of things that could happen to us, you know, but we've got to learn to move forward. That accident that you were in the other day, that's not the end of the world for you. It shouldn't be. Yeah, it was traumatic. Yeah, you might have a road to recovery. But if that is the worst thing that happens to you, I say bring it. Because I still got my sight. I still can talk to you right now. I still can walk. Whatever the case may be, there's a lot of blessings still to be counted. Broken marriage. Okay. Yeah, that happens. I've been married three times. You know why? Because I believe in love. And I believe each time that there's somebody out there that's going to love me for me. And every time I thought I found that person, well, that wasn't the case. So what do I do? Spend the rest of my life with that person knowing that that person isn't for me? That that person is walking on a different path than me? And I believe in my vows. I believe in them. I believe all of it. Except for the part, till death do us part. If that person is cheating on me or beating me or verbally abusing me, well, then I have to draw my line. And of course, yes, I will ask them, let's go to therapy. Let's try to work this out because I believe in my vows and I don't want to give up on something that I put my whole heart into. And when that person tells me no, well, that means that I'm not worth it to them. And I know God has that perfect person for all of us. And what does that mean? Well, <laughs> I used to think that that meant that the perf person, that the person should be perfect. Well, I'm a little bit wiser now. I learned that nobody's perfect except for Jesus. But I still have my lines. Because I am not going to be, if I become a victim, 
I am not going to stay a victim. I'm getting the heck out of there. Because every day I wake up, I'm trying to live the life that God wants for me. And God doesn't want me moping around being sad. And wishing I was dead. No. He wants me to put a smile on my face and rejoice in the day he has made for me. But life can just throw you some stuff. What bill do you pay first? You need more hours at work. All the bills are due at the same time. And you got to eat. And your son's got football practice and you got to pay for that stuff. Yeah, that that's that's traumatic. Believe it or not, that's trauma. Because you got to make decisions. And like I said, life is full of decisions. But you got to get solutions. And sometimes the solutions aren't easy. And sometimes the solutions don't come to the front so easy. Because you got to think about it. What's the right choice to make? You know, I know a woman literally lost her mind. Her husband fooled around on her. Maybe she was predisposed to mental illness. I don't know. But it was a lot she had to deal with. Her husband put her out. She had two children he took from her. She lived on the street. Those traumas were hard to come back from. And she ended up living on the street. And then one day she just lost it. Like I said, mental illness took over. And how I know this woman is my mother had a Carvel store. Carvel ice cream. Everybody knows Carvel ice cream. To me, it's the best ice cream on the planet, but I'm just saying. This woman used to come in to my mother's Carvel store with her children. She was happy. Her life was great. Her husband was a lawyer. They didn't have any financial problems. She had a Norman Rockwell life. Well, one day, all that changed. Guess what? That can happen to any one of us. Nothing's guaranteed. And that one day, 
when her life totally changed. She lived on the street. And my mother, and this is the woman she was, God rest her soul. It was a blizzard one night. And the snow was so thick. You couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. That's how thick the snow was. And my mother pulled her car over. And we were sitting in the back seat. And she said to that woman, do you need a ride? And the woman said, no, no, I'm okay. And my mother said, get in the car and come home with me. And the woman got in. The next morning, my mother got up. She got ready to go to her business. And she told my sister and I, look after her. She's having a rough time of it. Well, I was half asleep. I agreed. My mother left. When I woke up, the woman was standing in the kitchen and I went down there and she chased me up the steps with a butcher knife. I immediately grabbed the wireless phone got my sister, and we went into the bathroom. The woman proceeded to bang on the door. I'm going to kill you all and cut your heads off. Well, I was able to call the police, and they came, and they took her out. But that could have been any one of us to lose it like that she lost it it was too much for her all of the things that happened to her were too much and that's us we go through so much and you might not think about it but a lot of it is trauma childhood trauma mental abuse trauma it doesn't matter what matters is how you deal with it. And how you deal with it is by not dealing with it and getting a solution for that problem. Okay, you were in a car accident. Go to therapy. Get better. Move forward every day. Broken marriage. Okay? Give it to God. And move forward. Life. Work. Like I said about work. Find a new job. Oh, there's no jobs. I can guarantee you if you keep looking, you're going to find one. And it's probably going to be way better than the one you have. Because that's the way God works. I knew a woman, she worked at Kmart for years. And one day they talked about closing the doors. And she was all upset. She didn't know what to do. They were laying people off slowly, but surely she thought she was going to get cut. Her benefits, 
She was a mess. It was traumatic. All she could think about every day was was she going to go into work and be fired? She had kids. She, she had responsibilities. She had bills. So she was so desperate to figure this out. Well, she started looking for a job. And started getting solution for her problems. And before they fired her, she found a better job. And she was so happy. Because really the job she had wasn't that good, but it was one she knew. It was one she counted on. She got a better job and she was so happy. She couldn't believe she didn't do it sooner. Physical abuse. What do you do? Hit them back? Well, if you're a woman, you can't beat a man. That's not how it goes. I don't care how many weights you lift. A woman can't beat a man. Maybe some people think you can. You could throw a pot. You can run the heck out of there, but you can't beat him. Why try? Get out of there and do what you have to do to move forward. Only you know what that is. I'm not telling, oh, go and divorce you. Listen, only you know what that is, like I said. And guys, if you know, and I'm sure you know, a woman can't beat you, why would you want to hurt someone who doesn't even really have a fighting chance against you? Why would you want to do that? That's like kicking a dog. A dog can't beat you. So hopefully your mama taught you right from that. Or maybe you've seen it growing up. Your mom getting hit, and then you took it on. Well, habits can be broken. And you can break them with God's help. Because any habit you have, you can break it. Just get a new habit. Let's say your wife or husband does something that annoys you. And basically, he or she is a good person. They just got a hidden problem. Okay? So, you want to break that habit? And it doesn't matter what that habit is. 
Okay, it could be hitting your wife. It could be drugs. It could be overeating. It, it could be shopping too much. It could be anything. As human beings, we gather habits. But habits can be broken. You just get other habits. I know when I used to smoke, I read a book that said the hardest part about quitting an addiction is the habit. So I changed the habit. Everybody knows that if you smoke, after you eat, you want a cigarette. So I would get up and clean my kitchen. All smokers know that if you're driving in a car or talking on the phone, when you are doing that, you want a cigarette. So I had about 30 lollipops in my car. And if I was driving or talking on the phone, I'd put a lollipop in my mouth. And I'm not kidding you when I say... In a week, I was done with that habit. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. it I, I had smoked for such a long time, I, I couldn't even wrap my head around how I had no more desire to smoke because I broke the habit. And of course, yeah, I drink lots of water, talk to my doctor. He said vitamin C. But it was unbelievable. So we, as human beings, gather habits. And I asked God to help me. And like I said, in a week, I was done with that disgusting habit, smoking. It was literally uncomprehensible. I even went out with my friends to a bar because at that time people smoked in bars still to see if I would still want a cigarette by smelling all the smoke. Yeah, I could. I did not want a cigarette. It blew me away. So what I'm saying is, is that change your habit. Because it doesn't matter who you are, what religion you are, what race you are, what ethnicity you are, it doesn't matter. You're going to have trials and tribulations and trauma in your life at one point or another. But when we learn how to deal with those traumas and situations. With God's help, we can overcome anything. It was already written. Before your trial and tribulation came along, Jesus died on the cross for you and me. And I'm here to tell you, we can do anything 
as long as we stay in the light. Jesus gave his life for us. And when he gave his life for us, he gave us his light. And how we stay in his light is by trusting in the Lord and giving your life over to him. When you do that, the Holy Spirit is with you. And he will guide you. And he will protect you. And he will make you the person that you're supposed to be. But... As human beings, we have become so whimsical. We just go with the flow, with our sexuality, and who we are. No. Have your limits. Put restraints on yourself. Say to yourself, would Jesus want me doing this? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And that's a reminder to yourself to stay who you're supposed to be. If you don't do that, how can you become the person you're supposed to be? If you're preoccupied and you somehow step in the street and cars are coming, at some point you're going to say to yourself, oh, what am I doing? Oh, almost got hit. And you immediately back up. You can do that when it comes to decisions that you're making that isn't what God wants you to do or be. You can do that. Same thing. I've done it. Hmm. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Maybe I should be doing this. And I said this before, last episode. It's not about good deeds, but... Every day I wake up, I'm not thinking about myself first. I'm thinking about other people. See, this society has also become very self-centered. It's all about me. Instant gratification. Let's stop it, people. Guess what? We have got to get over ourselves. It's not only about us. We're supposed to be living selfless lives, not selfish lives. Somebody told me one time, oh, I want to do this, but I really don't have the time. And what they were talking about was doing something for someone else that would make someone else life's better. 
what they were, were thinking about doing but didn't want to do it would have made someone else's life better. And they're like, oh, I really don't have the time. And you know what I said to them? Guess what? What if you were to do that, you would get a million bucks? Ooh, then I'd do it. Well, why would you... Why should that matter? Whether you get the million bucks or not, it's the right thing to do. Why wouldn't you do that? I know, it sounds crazy. When you put other people before you, what a novel idea. It's gnarly, isn't it? To put other people before yourself. I've done that my whole life. It's just the person I am. But you can become that person as well. When you think about other people before yourself on a daily basis, it doesn't have to be big things. Bring your boss some coffee. You stopping to get coffee, bring your boss some coffee. Your husband has a little cough. Give him some cough drops. You thought about him. You thought about your boss. You thought about someone else other than yourself. Novel idea, right? But if we all do that, just one little thing a day, this would become a better world. Right now, I'm not saying it's a terrible world. What I'm saying is, is that we're more focused on ourselves than other people. Jesus went all over preaching to people and spreading the word. Was that for him? No, I don't think so. He's making fish. He's getting bread. He's talking to the masses. People are grabbing on him. That wasn't for him. That was for us. He was crucified, put on the cross, beaten. That, pretty sure, I don't know all about religion. But I'm pretty sure he didn't do that for him. That I'm 100% sure of. So if we can just do more of selfish things and more selfless things, that's the beginning of a new world. The beginning of a new world. And not just when people are watching all the time. Could you imagine a world like that? Use it. You have experienced it. You go through a door and you hold the door behind you. You know what it's like when you're going through a door and somebody doesn't hold the door so that you can get in. You're thinking, what's wrong with that person? They just slammed the door in my face. 
But when we start to think about other people, man, oh, this would be such a beautiful place. And yeah, there's always going to be traumas. There's always going to be something that we're going to have to figure out. But we can do that with God's help much better. Much better. I am probably one of the strongest willed people you ever going to meet. Probably one of the strongest willed. But guess what? I've realized that I can't do it without God. I can't. I need his strength. I need him. And he needs me. Yeah. It's 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 a twofer. It's a give and take thing. He needs me and I need him. He thrives on my love and I can't live without his. And let's just say you're thinking, "Mm, how does he love you? How do you know he loves you? He sent his son to die on the cross for us. Who does that? Uh, Back in the old days, they used to sacrifice a chicken. A pig. They sacrifice things. Not your child. Not your son. And if you start reading the Bible, that's up to you. But I'll tell you what. You will learn so much from the Bible. It has a step-by-step guide of what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing and what God wants of you. You are going to learn so much. It's all in there. You know how they have these books on how to raise babies, how to keep good health. They have all these books on anything you can imagine. Well, I tell you, the first book you should read is the Bible. Because all of your questions, there's answers in there for your questions. All of them. Any question you can imagine that you have for God is in the Bible. We can't get through life without getting those answers. Otherwise, we're doing it all wrong. All wrong. I'm sure of it. But no, not the Bible. It's all in there. It's all saying what's up. It got you. When you read it, and I don't know about you, but the more I read it, 
the more a light bulb comes on. I'm like, man, that's crazy. There's prophecies. There's, there's everything. There's what's expected of you. The, the Ten Commandments alone are telling. That's a no-brainer. Honor thy mother and father. You know, you read about the Good Samaritan. What did Jesus say? Follow what he did. So if you have any doubts about who you should be, or how you should deal with your problems, read the Bible. And I know people got questions. You know, my son said to me one time, why do people suffer? Why do God does God let people suffer? Does he really let people suffer? Why did he let Jesus suffer? His own son. I don't know. I think it's all for a reason. It all has a reason. Our lives have a reason. Our purpose is for a reason. All this is for a reason. So when you think about it and you do what's expected of you, everything's going to change. Your trauma, your life, where you are in your life, it's going to, believe it or not, magically change. So give your life over to Jesus. And be mindful of your daily choices, no matter what trauma comes your way. This is your host, China Myers, and you're listening to The Wow Show. Thank you. And I want to say thank you. I was lost and you found me. I was dead inside and you breathed into me And you brought these bones of life I want to say thank you Thank you for saving me Thank you for loving me unconditionally God You stood with open